Hey, welcome back to another episode of Caffeinated CX, where we talk about CX and stuff, all in a hyper-caffeinated state. Are you hyper-caffeinated this morning? Are you hyper-caffeinated whenever you're listening to this? Well, you should be. Caffeine is the ultimate nootropic, the ultimate smart drug, the ultimate thing, which I've kind of based my entire life around for better or worse. We'll find out. Before we begin, I'm going to once again remind you to rate, review, and share this show so we can make the show grow. We want to get into everybody's head. We want an army of caffeinated CXers. People who attack CX with such energy, such energy that it's ridiculous, right? And that will be what we do from now on. We're going to be starting an army of caffeinated CXers. And I repeat that because I just made that up and it sounds really cool. Anyway, that's not why you're here. You're here to hear (laughs) a coffee break length rant about something to do with CX, company culture, or contact centers. Says it right on the name of, well, the subtitle, I guess, of the show itself. So let's dive right into today's episode, Decentralized Location. Now, everybody knows about decentralized command. Well, anyone who's, uh, you know, read Jocko Willink's books know all about decentralized command. My argument is we need decentralized locations. And what do I mean by that? Oh, no, he means work from home or hybrid models for contact centers. Yes, I do. And here is the reason why. This past weekend, there was a fiber split to our office's building at night. Just so happens that the weekends, most of the people are in the office, right? That's just where they chose to be. Um, The uh, people that work remote on the weekends at that time happened to be sick, couldn't work. They have that thing that's going around. Not COVID, but the other thing, right? Could have been COVID. Who knows? All right. But anyway, and the internet went out, the fiber split, entire block was without internet, the ones that had fiber and not, not a good scene. You know, calls were rolling over to our answering service, something that I hate because, you know, I want to answer them all within 10 seconds, 15 at the latest. Yeah, I know the goal is like 80-20, but I want 90-10, right? That's what I want. That's what my goal is for the department. And if the internet's out and they can't answer the phones because everything's over the internet, well, we can't meet that 90-10 or that 80-20. Or hell, even a 50-40, right? Can't do it. Can't do it. So, we were stuck in the water. We were in going up river in a rowboat without a paddle, as they say. 
until I was able to reach out to people who didn't work that night and ask, hey, can you help us out for a little bit? Because everything's down. Well, I got a few people to hop on. But the thing is, it was all overtime. Which if you've ever done, you know, accounting or budgeting or scheduling, not not the ideal scene. So don't keep all your eggs in one basket. I remember one time when I was at a call center a long time ago in Utah, the power went out, right? No big thing. Backup generator should have kicked on. It didn't. And everyone was kind of just sitting in the dark for a long time. Actually, the power was out for like six or seven hours. Nobody could work. And because the electrical company was like, yeah, we'll get it back on. And no, nobody went home. So people were just sitting there waiting for the power to come back on for six hours. Six hours. That's 60 minutes times six. That's a long time, guys. That's a long time. What the heck? Why did it take so long for the power to come back on? Well, there was a problem with the transformer, blah, 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 blah. My question is, why didn't the backup generator kick on? That got rectified. But imagine if maybe half the staff was in the office, in the call center floor, and the other half was remote. Well, it wouldn't have affected business that much, right? Well, it would have kind of sucked for the people at home because they'd be taking all of the calls. But business would go on. Don't put all your eggs in the same basket. Or if you do, have backups. Have a backup internet connection. Have a backup phone system. Have a backup generator. You know? The power goes out once, shame on the electrical company or the city or whoever or whoever was driving drunk and hit that telephone pole, right? Goes out twice, shame on you. You should have had a backup generator installed. Yeah, well, that's the way it is. So I don't know. I don't make the rules, dude. I just live by them. Always have redundancies. Always have people spread out so that if one thing happens... You can still conduct business. Power goes out, no big deal. We have people at home taking the calls. Internet goes out, no big deal. These people, internet is not out. And we don't have to scramble, try to find people, interrupt their daily lives on their off time. And shout out to the people that did log on because Lifesaver, Lifesaver, overtime, well sometimes it's necessary, isn't always the best thing because it can create burnout and all this stuff and kudos to those people and they'll see it on their next paycheck, I guess. So anyway, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Keep things decentralized. And you know what? A lot of people are like, I don't know how to manage with a Half the team here and half the team there and a little bit of the team there, half the team there. Well, guess what? That's that's not their fault. That's your fault. Get better at it. Learn how to do it. Learn how. And then get better at it. 
Develop that skill. You know whose fault it is that you don't have that skill, that you haven't cultivated it? Yours. 100% yours. Things changed in 2020, we all know why, but it's 2022 now. It's almost 2023, right? This should be old hat. This shouldn't even be a discussion anymore. Who cares if you don't know how to manage half a team here, half a team there? Who cares? Find someone that can. Delegate that, right? You have to adapt to the times or you're going to be replaced by the times. I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying that because it's reality. You have to keep up with current events. You have to keep up with the changing nature of business. Allow that flexibility, not just for the agents, right? Not just for the employees, but for your business, for your business. If this had happened in 2018, because we technically started um, work from home and stuff in 2019 as an experiment, but if this had happened in 2018, we would have been screwed for the hours that the internet was down, right? We would have been like, uh, I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. I guess we'll fix everything when it comes back up at 2 in the morning. Yeah, we're 24-7, but still, 2 in the morning. It went down. The internet went down at our office at like 6 p.m. So 6 p.m. to 2 a.m., it was down. While they scrambled to get it fixed at the node or whatever it is that Fiber uses. I don't know. I used to know. Now I don't, but that's okay. You have to keep things decentralized if you want your business to run smoothly when things happen. And guess what? Things will always happen. There's nothing you can do about it. Things will happen. The unexpected should be expected. What can go wrong will go wrong. It's a law of the universe. And you have to roll with those punches and have contingency plans put in place so that your business can still operate. So your customers are still serviced. So your agents and employees can still work. There's no way around it. You have to have decentralized locations. It's the only way people are going to get through all the issues that might arise. All right. Now, if you're still here, after I got done yelling at you, now there's a couple of things, a couple of announcements that I want to make. <clears throat> I'm doing a uh, new caffeinated CX plays whatever video game. Right now it's Icewind Dale. The first one, I kind of just talked about Dungeons and Dragons and my history with it. Now, the cool thing about Dungeons and Dragons is that's where I learned a lot of leadership skills and party or team building exercises, right? And spreadsheets, stuff like that. So I talked about that and my history with it, some, some antics that we got up to as players, right? But that's going to be an ongoing series, and I'm going to sprinkle some CX company culture stuff in there as well. So keep on the lookout for that. You can find our YouTube page at 
just type in caffeinated CX really, you'll get mine and then you'll get some bike riders or something. I don't know. But yeah, um, that and buy my book, The Blue Collar Call Center. It's still on Amazon, still $5 for the paperback. You read it, cool. You After you get done reading it, you can use it as a paperweight. You can use it to prop up that one short leg on a desk. You do you, right? Just buy it and read it, jeez. Or buy the Kindle version. It's $2 less, so it was $3. And yeah, you can read it on your Kindle or your tablet or whatever it is you use to read eBooks. And eventually the audiobook will come out as well. But that's a big time investment that I don't want to do right now. So anyway, this episode is running long at 13 minutes. So have a good one. Thanks for tuning in to Caffeinated CX. We'll see you next time. Bye.